Opinions expressed on this program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Communications, staff, management, or advertisers. Activist Radio is on the air. You've tuned into the Mark Harrington Show. Sponsored by Created Equal. Time is running out for our nation. I beg of you, you need to stand against the evil that's plaguing our nation. If you don't like abortion, don't have one. The only thing that can be said to be objective truth is that there is no objective truth. Like, you kill a baby fetus, the same thing as killing any old inanimate object. I would argue that we certainly are not all created equal. Mark is training a new generation of leaders. You, you, you young people, it's your movement now. It's not your parents anymore. The blood that is shed cries out to God from the ground for justice. And now, here's Mark. So have you ever heard of a sanctuary city? I'm sure you have. Sanctuary cities. Uh, We've been talking about them for a long, long time in America. These are cities where illegal immigrants can live without being prosecuted for federal crimes, for entering the country illegally. And many cities across America are sanctuary cities for illegal aliens. I live in one in Columbus, Ohio. Most major cities uh, that are governed by Democrats are sanctuary cities for illegal aliens. But we're not going to be talking about that type of a sanctuary city today. What we're going to be talking about uh, are sanctuary cities for the unborn. You're listening to your radio activist, Mark Harrington. You can find out more about our radio program by going to markharrington.org. That's markharrington.org. Or you can check us out on all my social media sites. And you can find out more about the work that we do reaching college and high school students all across America by going to createdequal.org. Our podcast is also uh, on many of the podcast sites, Podbean and iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and many other Apple podcasts, other platforms as well. So you can pick that up and listen to it anytime you like on your mobile device. So we're going to be talking about sanctuary cities today. Sanctuary Cities for the Unborn. And there's breaking news coming out of Texas where the ACLU, that is the Antichrist Legions of the Underworld, uh, they really aren't the American Civil Liberties Union anymore, that's for sure. Uh, They don't stand for civil liberties. Uh, At one time they actually did, but they don't anymore. Uh, The Antichrist Legions of the Underworld, that's what I like to call them. They dropped this lawsuit against seven Texas sanctuary cities for the unborn. They this this lawsuit apparently has been dismissed. And so those cities, as of today, are sanctuary cities for the unborn. That means that no babies can die within the geographical boundaries of these seven cities. And we're going to be talking about that today with Mark Lee Dixon of Right to Life of East Texas, who has been involved in drafting these ordinances in Texas, and he is leading the movement across America, starting in Texas, to establish these sanctuary cities for the unborn. Mark, thanks for being on the program. Great to be here. 
So, Mark, this breaking news, the ACLU's dropped its lawsuit. Let's go back, first of all. When was the first sanctuary city uh, for the unborn put into, uh, into an ordinance, into city law, and where? That would be June 11th in uh, last year, 2019, in Wascombe, Texas. Wascombe, Texas. And since then, I mean, uh, we've seen seven. Are there more cities in the state that have passed these ordinances? So a total of 13 cities passed the ordinance outlawing abortion. Uh, unfortunately, one of those cities, which was the second city, Omaha, um, a month after they passed it, retracted it. But okay. it's we can say that 13 cities outlawed abortion, although only 12 are currently have that ordinance in effect. So let's talk about this. What is a sanctuary city? What What is in the ordinance that makes it uh, different than a city that doesn't have one? So the reason we put this into play to begin with was the location of Wascombe, Texas to Shreveport, Louisiana, uh, where an abortion clinic was there. And there was discussion about that abortion clinic moving across the border 18 miles to Wasplum, Texas, which has a population of 2,189. And the city of Wasplum didn't want an abortion clinic to be in their city. It would completely devastate that community. And when we found out that there was some, some information out there that seemed to point that that was a possibility, I reached out to the mayor of Wasco and he asked me what they could do, uh, what what they needed to do. And I suggested to him that they put an ordinance into effect that would ban abortion services and ban the construction of an abortion clinic. And so that's exactly what this ordinance does. Uh, this ordinance says in a nutshell that abortion is out outlawed within the city limits uh, of that city. And then in addition to that, anyone who aids and abets the abortion would uh, would also be able to be subject to criminal penalties. So Wascom, Texas was the first sanctuary city uh, in the United States. Is that right? Yes, sir. In terms of an ordinance that actually outlaws abortion, uh, many cities before had done resolutions, but we knew that passing a resolution in Wasplum, Texas would not really keep the abortion clinic out. And so we wanted to do something, a law on the books that would actually have a little bit of teeth to it. And since then, uh, over the last, what is a year or so, there's been 12 or 11 other cities that have passed these similar ordinances in Correct. Texas. Yes, sir. All right. Again, my guest is Mark Lee Dixon. He's with Right to Life of East Texas. We're talking about sanctuary cities for the unborn and the dismissal of the ACLU lawsuit against those seven, seven of those sanctuary cities in the state of Texas. Mark, is it to your knowledge, has this been done anywhere in the U.S., anywhere other than Texas? Uh, no, sir, not with the actual ordinance in play. Okay. Well, obviously, about a year ago, I reported on this when it hit the news about Wascom and uh, kind of piqued our interest here, of course. Uh, 
we're always looking for ways to sell to save babies. We're always looking ways to outlaw abortion. Uh, in my philosophy, methodology, politically speaking, is that we fire on all cylinders. That means we want to use every tool in the toolbox that we have, whether it be politically, whether it be uh, with our apologetics, tactics, all those kinds of things. Whatever it is that we have in our toolbox, we want to use those things to save lives and bring about the, uh, the end of abortion. So when I saw this happening, of course, I became very interested in it. Uh, we've done that in the state of Ohio. We don't get involved in a lot of pol uh, political things here, but we do want to help uh, aid organizations and other groups and individuals that try to save lives using uh, the legislative process to make law. And so this interests me to a great deal and still does. And now that the ACLU supposedly, I guess, at least from, uh, from their dismissal by the court, they have uh, uh, dropped the lawsuit, it seems to me that the, uh, that the door is wide open for more of these cities. Is that right? Absolutely. And so let, let's deal with that because I know it was uh, yesterday was the news that came out the ACLU. Uh, the, the, the order was handed down by the judge and Mr. Producer, if you can bring that up, basically dismissing the case against these seven cities. I mean, there's it, it's pretty strong evidence that it's been done. However, the ACLU doesn't see it that way. What, what are they saying today? So the ACLU is claiming victory. I don't know how that is. Uh, I'm looking, yeah, I'm looking right at the ordinance here, and it says dismissal. Notice of dismissal uh, against the defendants. So, and it lists the cities. So how are they spinning this? Well, they're really reminding me of Joe Biden right now. I mean, they're, they're <laughs> seeming to be a little bit delusional. So... When the ACLU brought the lawsuit in February, they only brought it against seven cities. They didn't right. bring it against the biggest city that we had. Uh, they didn't even touch any city in West Texas. They left out Gilmer in East Texas, and they just focused on these seven cities. And when they did so, they brought a, a very different lawsuit than we're expecting. They didn't say, uh, as a whole, it wasn't primarily about the fact that we outlawed abortion. It was what I would call a, a crybaby lawsuit. It was, you guys are calling us criminal organizations and we don't like it. And mm -hmm. so what we decided to do, and they, they said that it was an issue of freedom of speech, which was interesting because back in June, when Wascombe outlawed abortion, the Lilith Fund, which is one of the two plaintiffs in the case, they, along with NARAL Pro-Choice Texas, put up some billboards in Wascombe, Texas. And those billboards made the news. It was on Washington Post and Fox News and many other outlets. And it said abortion is freedom. And people asked me what I thought about that, what I was going to do. And I told them that if the ACLU or anyone else, uh, any other group, a little fund, wanted to put up more billboards and spend their money that way, then that's great. Uh, because that's that much money that they could not spend on the murder of innocent children. 
And, and what this ordinance does is not prohibit the free speech of anyone, but it effectively outlaws abortion in these cities. And to that point, I would say that uh, we would see these and hear about these things that the Lilith Fund and their cohorts would do, like have a barbecue party encouraging abortion access at Wascombe City Park. Barbecue party encouraging abortion access, that just sounds really sick and twisted. I don't think they thought that through very well. But we never, ever were saying that they couldn't tell others that they were for abortion. So the whole lawsuit, we believe, was just without merit and, and pretty, pretty far-fetched. My guest is Mark Lee Dixon. He is uh, with Right to Life East Texas. You can find out more about the Sanctuary Cities for the Unborn by going to SanctuaryCitiesForTheUnborn.com. That's SanctuaryCitiesForTheUnborn.com. If this is, uh, interests you anywhere in the United States and you'd like to see this happen in your own city, then you want to contact Mark uh, at uh, SanctuaryCitiesForTheUnborn.com and see if you can get it started in your state. All right, uh, Mark, let me ask you a couple things about this. Does right. this, these, uh, and I, do, I want to deal with the Roe v. Wade issue, of course, but uh, does it outlaw abortion pills, pill abortions? Are you 46 abortion, Mifeprex? Yes, sir, absolutely. All so, surgical and medical abortions are outlawed. So a pharmacy that might be in the city limits won't be able to sell the abortion pill. Correct. Got it. Uh, what about the, and this is, I think, the major question that I've had and others. It's one thing, and you talked about Wascom being across, was it Shreveport? Was it Louisiana? That's what you talked about, where there's an abortion mill there. Right. Uh the cities that are listed here, the seven and then the 12 total in Texas, none of these have abortion centers in them, correct? Correct. And that's the way we want to keep it. And right. when Wascom outlawed abortion, the ACLU said this ordinance actually makes it impossible for the abortion industries to set up shop in Wascom, Texas, to which that was our plan. That's the point. So when you talk about, I mean, there are a lot of cities in the United States that don't have currently have abortion centers. In fact, most of them don't. They're generally centered in major cities. State of Texas, you're probably talking Houston, Dallas, San Antonio, right? That's where the main ones are. As we all know, most of these cities, even in a state like Texas, are dominated by Democrats who are pro-abortion. And most city councils, like ours here in the Ohio, Columbus area, are completely Democrat. And we understand that the, the idea of trying to pass a sanctuary city in one of these cities is almost impossible. So what is the overall strategy? If you want to, you want sanctuary cities for the unborn, they're going to have to be also in these larger major cities where the abortion mills are located. Well, we had information that the abortion industry at one time had a building and a piece of land that was given to them uh, for the purpose of relocating to Wascom, Texas. And so that city against 2,189 people. So not a huge city. And the idea behind all this is that we need to really call our leaders to, I'm a Christian, I really believe in Amos 5.15, which says that we are to 
hate evil, love good, and establish justice in our city gates. And that's what we got to do. We have to call upon our leaders to make proactive decisions that honor God and honor life. And if those leaders are not willing to do so, then we need to really consider who we want to put in office to replace those people to, so that, that we have people in positions of mayor and city council that actually represents our beliefs and values. Give my guest Mark Lee Dixon with Right to Life of East Texas. Also, I want you to be aware of an event coming up January, or I'm sorry, January, uh, June 28th and 29th. June 28th and 29th, we have the Day of Action, which is our annual uh, outreach to uh, the Central Ohio area. We have people coming from all over the country to be part of it. The first night on the 28th is an intense pro-life apologetics training. The next day we take people out on the streets. That means in front of the abortion center, uh, in uh, downtown in our main public square, and then also on the overpasses and all kinds of other activities happening. June 28 and 29, you can find out more by going to our website at createdequal.org uh, and just look for the day of action um, icon there. You can click on that. June 28 and 29 in Columbus. We look forward to lots of people coming from all over the country to be part of that. This is kind of an entry point for you if you want to get involved in pro-life activism. Uh, Mark, let me ask you this about Roe v. Wade. We all know that that is the quote unquote, law of the land, although it is not law, it's actually just a, an opinion. But for all intents and purposes, Americans follow it. Uh, our courts follow it. They treat it as precedent, even though it shouldn't be, right? <laughs> Roe is bad law and should be struck down. So when this is these ordinances are passed, they come up against Roe v. Wade. They run afoul of Roe v. Wade. How are the mayors and the city councils treating this? Are they willing to uh, defy Roe versus Wade? Uh, or are they waiting until Roe v. Wade is handed down or, or, or struck down before this would actually uh, take effect? Because they know uh, that because if you're following federal court rulings, Roe v. Wade is the precedent. How do you handle that question? Well, there's two ways, uh, really. So the ordinance does say that Roe v. Wade, Planned Parenthood vs. Casey, and several other cases, case, cases are completely illegitimate, that they're unjust court decisions, and that they should be ignored. However, mm -hmm. the ordinance itself, we're not uh, violating Roe v. Wade in what we have put forth but we're actually working within the confines of Roe v. Wade. And so if you remember Planned Parenthood versus Casey is the case, of course, that often gets ignored uh, in terms of this is where we get abortion restrictions from. And we can create restrictions on abortion as long as it does not create an undue burden. And so the idea here is these cities have not, uh, they don't have an abortion clinic at this time, and so to be proactive, there's nothing stopping them from outlawing abortion within their jurisdiction mm -hmm. before it even gets there. I see. So you guys are working within the framework of Roe v. Wade. You know, a lot of pro-lifers don't like that idea. They say that we ought to frontally attack Roe, we ought to ignore Roe, we ought to defy Roe. We ought to actually put 
that type of language in the laws that are passed that we will stand up against the federal government and create a uh, crisis between the federal uh, ruling of Roe v. Wade and the state, or in this case, a city ordinance. Uh, you know, I'm for all of it. I don't know about you, but I'm for all of it. I'm for total bans on abortion that stand up against Roe v. Wade. If we could find uh, mayors and and governors and attorney generals that stand up against it, I'm for it. But I'm also wor for working in whatever way we can to restrict abortion because that we know that saves lives. So I see this as just one of many steps along the way to outlaw abortion across America. I mean, if you think about it, Texas, I don't know how many cities you have, how many counties you got, probably a lot. A but lot. If you, if you, if you, if you outlawed abortion in every city, you could surround Dallas, Houston, and then you could finally get them, hopefully, to pass an ordinance. That, to me, is a worthwhile endeavor. Is that the mission? Absolutely. And a few points that's worthy of pointing out, because it often gets missed in the media, is that we are actually, in these cities, abortion is 100% outlawed. Uh, that this is not just a hypothetical thing. The abortion, outlawing abortion is not dependent upon the overturning of Roe v. Wade. It is immediate. Just like some cities outlaw plastic straws, some cities outlaw brakes on big trucks, we have outlawed abortion. And the two mechanisms that, that's at play, there's a public enforcement and a private enforcement. The public enforcement is dependent upon the overturning of Roe v. Wade, but the private enforcement is immediate and goes in effect as soon as the ordinance is passed in the city. Well, you know, the way I look at it is if we can have sanctuary cities for illegal immigrants, if we can have city mayors and councils nullifying federal law when it comes to way back when with the Defense of Marriage Act or even right now with weed laws across America, I mean, there's a lot of uh, different types of federal laws and decisions of the courts that mayors and governors and others are just ignoring. So why can't it happen on this? We ought to give it a shot, right? One of many tools in the toolbox to confront this monstrosity of Roe v. Wade and the continued slaughter of unborn babies. So we're in support of Sanctuary Cities for the Unborn. Folks, if you want to find out more, go to sanctuarycitiesfortheunborn.com sanctuarycitiesfortheunborn.com if you want to try to get your city to become one of these cities, these sanctuaries, kind of like the, the cities of refuge in the Old Testament where they, uh, the, the manslayer could not enter the city uh, to protect those who might be innocent of a crime. Uh, it's similar to that. It's a city of refuge, a place where unborn children are protected by law, by the mayor and by the city council. We'll support of this. Uh, Mark, we got about a minute or so left. If you would put a fine point on this, what would you call our listeners and viewers to do? Ultimately, we've got to stand firm. We've got to uh, push back. We're seeing the most aggressive push from the, the pro-aborts. Mm -hmm. And we need to be just as passionate on our side. And we need to fight to the very end. Amen. Again, my guest has been Mark Lee Dixon of Texas. Let's see, right to life of East Texas. You can find out more again. Sanctuary cities for the unborn, folks. If you want to be part of this movement that's sweeping right now across Texas, and now that the ACLU has 
their lawsuit has been dismissed against these seven cities. Uh, these continue. These can continue to happen across Texas and hopefully across America. So if you're interested, contact Mark at SanctuaryCitiesForTheUnborn.com. You can find out more there. Also, uh, let's uh, be planning on the Day of Action. That's on June 28th and 29th. That happens here in Central Ohio, where we'll be training people, young people and others, to, on uh, pro-life apologetics and activism. We'll be taking it out on the streets to the abortion centers, to the public squares, and to the overpasses in our own city on that day. And we'd love to be, have you be a part of that. You can find out more by going to our website at createdequal.org. That's createdequal.org to be part of the Day of Action on June 28 and 29. And uh, we look forward to hearing and seeing, uh, seeing you soon. You can find out more about our program by going to markharrington.org or find out more about Created Equal, the ministry that we have reaching out to young people across America, teaching them to stand up for truth and raising up the next generation of leaders to take on the culture of death and win because winning is how the killing ends. We'll see you next time. God bless you. God bless America. And remember America to bless God. You've been listening to Mark Harrington, your radio activist. For more information on how to become a witness against the evil, evil. plague in America, Call Created Equal at 614-269-7808. That's 614-269-7808. Or go online to createdequal.net. Createdequal.net. Be sure to tune to The Mark Harrington Show next time for your marching orders in the culture war.